Finger from Percy. It's Wednesday night. It's podcast night. We got a real treat for y'all tonight. We've got our uh, friend Matt Colvin here. Matt, we're glad you're here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we are going to tackle the one and only Pearl Jam. Oh, yeah. Matt's a big Pearl Jam fan, has been for, you said, 30 years. Hmm, and give or take a few. Give or take a few. And Matt won a contest recently on Sirius XM Radio for Pearl Jam Radio. Matt, tell us a little bit about that before we get started. All right, so it really wasn't as much of a contest as I was running one day, and I, I typically listen to Pearl Jam Radio on Sirius XM when I run, and they have a show called Wishlist, and basically fans get to host a 30-minute show, pick their top five favorite songs, and in that, the way, to, the way you go about getting that is you just send in an email and say, hey, these are my five songs, and this is why I'd like to do it. So I was running one day and heard that, so I sent in an email, and you know, what's interesting is that I was sitting at home one night, and um, I thought, well, I guess that just fell on deaf ears, I'll never hear anything, and as I was thinking that, boom, an email came in. Wow, and they said, that, that soon? Yeah, it, it took about, it was about three, two, two, two to three weeks. Okay, okay. Yeah, it took about two or three weeks, and I um, got the email, and it said, hey, you've been chosen, we want you to do this, they gave me the outline, what to do, and uh, I sent it in uh, with a question of, you know, when's this going to air? You know, October, November, December. And they said, oh, you'll, you'll be on next week. <laughs> oh, wow. So it happened really quick. It actually aired last week. So um, tell me about that process. I mean. Uh, it was actually very simple. They sent me a template and said, we'd like for you to say these things. Um, yeah. But then make it your own. Tell some stories. I listened to a few. I, I was familiar with the show. And basically, I gave them my five songs, and I did three basically little audio snippets on my iPhone, uh, just from the voice memo, right. and sent it into them. And they took that and adapted it. And didn't really change much at all. And it was aired last week three times. Voila, guest host on yeah. Pearl Jam Radio on a serious. That's, that's really freaking cool. It, it was neat. I, I listened to it. It, it. it debuted on Tuesday. That was really cool. Then on Thursday, they replayed it in the morning, and I forgot about it. I didn't know it was going to, I mean, I just didn't think about it because I was at work, and I actually had to run an errand. This is one of the craziest stories. So I run, jump in my car, and when I jump in my car, I turn my car on, and boom, there I am talking on the radio. It was That was a trip, <laughs> wasn't it? It was definitely a trip, and I thought, oh my gosh, it's 10 o'clock, they're re-airing this thing. and uh, But it was neat, and I got a lot of Facebook messages, and people that reached out to me, and was like, hey, heard it, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah, and then you called me. I called you when it happened because I said, well, Stephen Brindley. Stephen Brindley. Brindley's shout, Pharmacy, give him a shout out, Brindley. Uh, Your said, hair's getting gray yeah. and you're getting fat. Yeah, he, well, okay. Uh, but Stephen, first thing came out of Stephen's mouth was you got to call Mike Gentry. I said, well, I plan to. So I gave you a buzz and you said, hey, yeah. let's do one. Yeah, let's do a podcast. Yeah. I mean, what a great reason to do oh, a podcast. Man. I mean, I love Pearl Jam. Um, Percy dug into some Pearl Jam, which is really not his uh, his uh, lane. Wheelhouse. But, yeah, not his wheelhouse, but this boy will dig into anything. So this is going to be a, a good podcast. I hope uh, everybody that listens, uh, Matt, you've told a lot of people about this. Um, listen, make sure you like our page, share the podcast, and we're going to make an incredible Pearl Jam playlist when this is all said and done. And uh, this is going to be a good one. And before we get started, I want to thank our sponsors, Spotify for Podcasters. That was a real big deal for us to get that. Yeah. Uh, Busted Oak Bourbon Society, 
uh, one of the greatest little bars in our area, if not in the southeast. It's wonderful. Come to our little town and check it out. And our great friends at Spices Smokehouse Crackers, uh, Robert and Land, Doug and Wendy, uh, our sponsors and Spotify. We appreciate y'all and uh, thanks again. So this will be a good one, guys. And looking forward to doing this and learning some some more about Pearl Jam. I was always sort of a surface Pearl Jam guy and I always loved them, but I know there'll be some skin deep stuff coming up tonight. So with that being said, y'all ready to get into this? Let's do it. Let's get ready to rumble. Percy, I, I can't wait to hear what your honorable mentions are or and your entire list. So let's do it. What you got? My first honorable mention is uh, from the 1998 Yield album, and it's Faithful. Oh, yeah. It, it was, actually, moms. It was right. actually mixed in Atlanta. Okay. That album was. My second honorable mention is from MTV Unplugged, and it's their version of Alive. A great song. Which was their debut single. Yeah. And that whole MTV Unplugged is really... To me, when, you, when they did the... Any artist that did the MTV Unplugged kind of brought out their really their talents as musicians. It, it did. It did. And on the flip side, if you were an artist or a band that made it and got an invite to do MTV Unplugged, I mean, that was big medicine back when they were doing that. All right? What else you got there, bro? And on the live, the story behind that is, was... He thought his father all the time was his father, but it was not his biological father. Okay. That I'm going to jump in. Jump in there. Uh, anybody want to deep dive Pearl Jam, look up the Mama Son trilogy. Alive is, is one part of three songs. Uh, it's the first part. And then once from the 10 album, which is right. the opening song, is the second part. And then Footsteps, that came on a compilation album later, was left off the 10 album, is the third part. So and that's supposed to be played in that sequence. There is a very dark story in that path. Um, it, it's, it's deep. Um, but I'll leave that for the listeners to, to look up and enjoy those three songs. Well, that's fun. And you know, yeah. Eddie was deep. It's Mama Son Trilogy. And uh, Alive is part of that. And it's a little disturbing, but it's, it's very emotional. That's good, good info, right on. Okay, good first, choices so far. Good stuff. I knew he'd come up with some good ones. My last honorable mention is just breathe, uh, but it's the version from Austin City Limits. Okay, uh, Willie, which which they did. If you, I challenge everybody, especially somebody like me that's not a huge Pearl Jam fan. To go watch the Austin City Limits. Yes. Well, I like anything on ACL. It's it's and, great. And when and actually Willie and his son Lucas Lucas covered this song. Yes, they did. And did a very good job with it. And you know, you can feel like you have made it if Willie thinks your music is good enough. Damn right. You know, it's interesting. Cover. It's interesting, Percy, that you said that because it was on my list. I took it off this morning. Because I thought one of you guys might put it on there oh, and tell yeah. the story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I bumped that. But, but when Willie Nelson covers your song, you, you've done something good. And that's and a beautiful two people song. like him or the great John R. Cash, if they covered it. And Willie would just 
do a great job. But the problem with John, when he covered your song, he pretty much made it his own. Yeah, I mean, anytime John or Willie covers it, it becomes their song. Absolutely. Pretty much. Yeah. And that's my honorable mentions. Well, you did a good job. I'm proud of you, son. All right, Matt, you ready right, for this, so man? I can't wait. All right. mentions. I'm just going to start off by saying this is absolutely the hardest list of five or eight that I've ever made in my life. I literally started and had a list close to 50. Narrowed it down. I'm going to say the same thing I did on SiriusXM is depending on the day, this list is completely different. None of the ones that I put on SiriusXM are going to show up tonight. Got eight interesting. But see, well, you had a little chat with my friend Gary Hansen yes. about it's like he said the same thing. He said the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I Shout out, Gary. Hope you're going to listen. But yes. that's what we go through every week. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, yes. Bless yeah. your hearts. This is not easy work. Um, no. So I, I've picked out three for my honorable mentions, and, and forgive me, I'm going to nerd out a little bit. I'm going to give you some lyrics. Why these things mean? We like it. Uh, you know, mean something to me. That's that's really why I picked these. Um, but my first honorable mention um, is a song called In Hiding. It's from the Yield album, 1998. This is an anthem-style song. It starts off kind of slow, not necessarily a slow song. I said that, but okay. it, it, it's kind of mellow to begin with, and it gradually builds. Pearl Jam's really good at, at rising their tempos, bringing them down. They are. Um, giving you that flow, almost like, like a wave crashing in the ocean. A lot of their songs are about the ocean. They actually have a song called Oceans. Um, so I think that's that, that's one reason it makes the song so good. But it's an anthem-style song that builds in energy and momentum. But it was written about an author called Charles Bukowski. And that's a rabbit hole for you to go down. Charles Bukowski. Look this guy up. He okay. is a, a writer, a poet, who um, wrote short stories and poems. Um, and it was about lower-class America. And this guy would get really down in life, and he would go into hiding. He would literally disappear for long periods of time and go in there and write new material until he felt okay to come back out to the world again. How about that? Um, and I think we all feel that way at times. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we like to just go into hiding, but um, I'm going to nerd out and give you some lyrics. Okay. I just like doing that because that's what it means to me. But the first line says, I shut and lock the front door, no way in or out. I turned and walked the hallway and pulled the curtains down. So you get this imagery of this guy going in here right. and saying, I'm done with all this. Um, and then when it builds into the highest point and energy moment, he says, I swallowed my words to keep from lying. I swallowed my face to keep from biting. I swallowed my breath and went deep. I was diving. I surfaced when all of my pen wasn't writing. I'm in hiding. It's a beautiful song. That's great lyrics. It's fantastic lyrics. I kind of envy this guy at times. All right, so that's the first one. The second one is, we mentioned pre-game, pre yep. uh, Long Road. Love the song. Um, and the version I like is after that, after 9-11, and yes. they did the telethon, and Eddie and, and Neil Young did it, and it, it's beautiful. This is actually on two of their albums. One was called Merkin Ball. It was between Vitology and No Code. It, came okay. out, it was, it was two, two songs, that's all it was on it. This was one of them. It was also on the Dead Man Walking soundtrack. I don't know if you remember that movie from 95, Sean Penn, uh, where he was on Dead yes. Row. Yes, that's, that's the... This uh, is why he wrote the song. A, an amazing moment in that, in that movie. Yes, and, and, and if it, this, this song's very emotional because he, he speaks about walking the long road. I mean, this guy's on death row. Right. right. I mean, he knows what's coming. 
um, some of the... Well, it's a song about your life, basically. It's life. It's coming yeah. to the end of the life. It's coming to the, the end. end of life. Um, some of the lyrics that, that kind of stand out, it starts off and it's nothing but organ and drums. Yep. Organ and drums. And then they gradually build it up like they do the others. Now, on the Dead Man Walking soundtrack, there's actually uh, a man from India called Nushrat Fateh Ali Khan that um, does background vocals. So it gives it this really eerie It's feeling. sort of a spacey, spacey, spacey feel. eerie feeling. But, yeah. you know, he uses the words. He says, I wish for so long I cannot stay. All the precious moments I cannot stay. It's not like wings have fallen. I cannot stay. But something's missing. I cannot stay. I've wished for so long how I wish for you today. All the uh, precious moments, oh, sorry, jump my line there. He says, will I walk the long road? Um, there's no need to say goodbye. Yeah. And, and it, it's just a, it's a very solemn, very, but it, it, it's uplifting at the same point. It is. It, it, it uh, pinches more than one emotion, that yes. song does. Yeah. And the version that I like so much, Neil Young was actually playing the pipe organ. So I did not realize yeah, that. Neil check Young, it out. Neil Young does a lot with yeah. Pearl Jam. Yeah, um, they like it's, each it's other. a beautiful song. My third honorable mention is a song called Crazy Mary. Yeah. You guys know we Crazy gotta, Mary? Yes, okay, we know Crazy all Mary. Okay, all right. So, um, Versus was, was giving a nod over there. Crazy Mary was a candidate to be on the Versus album, Pearl Jam's second album, but it, got, it didn't make it. And, and you'll find they have, they have a compilation album called Lost Dogs. And it's all the songs that did make albums. And honestly, you wonder why they didn't, because they were fantastic. Uh, I think there's 20 or 25 songs on it. But it's about a lady who lived in a town. She was crazy, hence the name Crazy Mary. Uh, and he talks about seeing her on the way into town every day. She lived in a tar paper shack. Right. Um, I won't give away the song because you need to listen to it, because it is a, uh, it's a story. It's telling a story, and something happens at the end. But... The, the classic line in Crazy Mary is, look, and, and you get such a beautiful imagery here. It says, little country store with a sign tack to the side said no L-O-I-T-E-R-I-N-G aloud. But underneath that sign always congregated quite a crowd. Oh, that's perfect. I yeah, mean, that's you great. just get this imagery of, yep. of people being there. Um, but I won't spoil what happens in the song. Listen to it. Enjoy it. Um, it's almost a song you, you well, know, go back will, to Johnny Cash. It will be on the playlist. It will be on the playlist. Um, it's almost a song that you, you could hear Johnny Cash singing. It, yeah. it has a country feel to it. Well, a darkness. Absolutely. And that, that's one of the things that I love about Pearl Jam is is most people really only know on the surface the, the grunge days, the 10 album, the Versus album, right. what hit from 91 to 95. But when you dive deeper, there's a, they're, they're all over um, the different styles of songs acoustic slow emotional uh, punk rock yeah they've got a little bit of it all um so there's my three honorable mentions well those are outstanding Thank good you. choices and those those are going to sound great on the playlist good job man we knew you'd have an a game here all right so i'm captain obvious <laughs> but somebody has to be so i'm going to go with my first honorable mention is jeremy and there's a reason behind it so I lived in Denver when the Columbine shooting went down. Mm. They shut down every school. I had to leave work and go get my little kid out of elementary school and go home. And it was years later that they wrote and did Jeremy. Yes. And, you know uh, Jeremy was not about Columbine, though. 
No, it was it's not. About Jeremy Wade Dale in Richardson, Texas. Yeah, I knew it yes. wasn't about Columbine, yes. but that had that. There has to be some connection because, you know, that thing yeah. was terrible, yes. and uh, it spawned. I think it was part of the reason Jeremy was spawned. Yeah. They had a personal uh, story behind it too. So that's that's my first honorable mention. Great song. My next one is uh, you probably have a little story about this, but I love uh-huh. the song. It's Better Man. Oh, Better Man. Yes, it's great. Uh, I do have a story for Better Man. If, yeah. if you heard the SiriusXM episode, I, I played Better Man, a live version, um, in 94, April 3rd, 94. I remember that date because my daughter's birthday is April 3rd. Um, they were producing this song live, or they, not this song, but they were doing a concert live on I-95 in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. They were at the Fox Theater in Atlanta, and I recorded it on a tape. Really cool, you know. You had to flip the tape and press record oh, a yeah. little bit here and there. But it was the first time they'd ever played this song live. And what was so unique about it is if you ever listen to this song played live, the crowd will jump in from the start. They will they will basically just overwhelm Eddie. You won't hear him singing. Right. You'll hear the crowd singing, but not this time because they'd never heard it before. Um, it's a real good version of it, and uh, it's a great pick. Oh, great and it was song. it was at the Fox Theater that. That Eddie said that it was about the bastard that married his mother. Yes, yep. that was the uh, profound dedication. I, I couldn't say that. Oh on yeah, Sirius yeah, you XM. Can. Oh, you can't hear it, though. I said it was a profound dedication. It was actually written about a man that married his mother, and she couldn't find quote a better man. A better man. Good. And Percy, have you noticed I have uh, yet to use the F word tonight? Well, you not, said bastard. It, I was quoting Eddie Vedder. Okay, well, okay. I'm just trying to clean clean it all up here. <laughs> damn. All right. Oop, said damn. All right, my last honorable mention is Daughter. Uh, great song. Great song. Yep. Not so, much more to say about it. Not much it's more to say. Song. So those Versus are my... Album. Yep, those are my honorable mentions. And now let's and get that it. Was, actually a, was, that was a song written about a, a child with a learning... Disability. Yes. It ended up just, and I'm quoting, got the shit beat out of them. Yes. I did not realize that. Learn something every week in here. All right. Excellent. Percy, let's get after it. What's your number five? My number five is Nothing Man. I like Nothing Man. And he said it was about his first wife, which without her, he'd be a nothing man. And that's my number five. All right, good choice. Could have been something. Could have been something, nothing man. but nothing, yeah. man. It's a fantastic song. I felt that way until I met my beautiful wife. Oh. Hey, Amanda, love you. All right, what's your number five? Right, my Matt? number five is a song called, very few people are probably going to know this, unless you're a deep dive Pearl Jam fan. It's called Amongst the Waves. I've the never back, heard of it's it. It's from the Backspacer album. Um, I mentioned Pearl Jam has a lot of songs and a lot of references in their songs about the ocean and waves. Eddie's a surfer. Um, it's a, it has a very happy tone. Uh, it's more of a rock style. Uh, it's not a story song. It's more about projecting an imagery yes. of, of what's going on, um, like they do with the ocean in a lot of their songs. Um, but the, the lyrics that get me in this one, he says, Let's go swim tonight, darling. And once outside the undertow, just you and me and nothing more. If not for love, I would be drowning. I've seen it work both ways. But I'm up riding high amongst the waves where I can feel like I have a soul that's been saved. 
where I can feel like I've put away my early grave, I've got to say it now, better loud than too late. It's about telling someone you love them now, when you love them, instead of as opposed to putting it off. Yeah. A lot of people look at the, the grunge era is, is all you know depressing, sad, gloomy. Yeah. Pearl Jam's written a lot of uplifting, bright songs, and, and this is a love song. It, it's about telling someone you love them before it's too late. And he just keeps going back to, I'm up high, riding high above the waves. Um, it's a fantastic song. I think you'll love the musical part of it. And it's good advice coming from Eddie. Tell everybody you love them before it's too late. Absolutely. Yeah. That's why I picked that as my number five song. That's great. All right, my number five, Captain Obvious over here, but I love the song. It gets in my head, I was telling you early. Right. I love Even Flow. Oh, Even Flow. Yeah, it just grabs you from the start of the song and rocks you all the way through. Again. Don't even know what it's about, but I love the song. And the it's guitarist from Pearl Jams claimed that, that that was his feeble attempt to be Stevie Ray Vaughan. Well, he did a pretty. I didn't know that. Was that Mike? I, I get Mike McCready or Stone yeah. Gossard. I don't know. Which uh, it was one or the other. Well, I'll tell uh, you a quick story. It was it was McCready. That was it was his. As he said, "This is my feeble attempt." It was like paying homage to Stevie, to Stevie Ray. Ray. Stevie yeah, Ray. That's I solid. did not know that. I've learned something new. Okay. Today. Wow. Absolutely. Tell you a quick story about Even Flow. That is the that's the song that got me into Pearl Jam. Came home from basketball practice, saw it on MTV. Said, "This is different. I love this." But uh, several years ago, I got to go to Seattle. And I don't know if you're familiar with the video of Even Flow. It's black and white. I am familiar They're, with they're it. in a theater. Mm -hmm. um, when they get into the musical interlude, Eddie climbs up the, the wall and basically drops off into the crowd and does like a surf, crowd surfing when yep. he goes back into the Even Flow. Um, so when I was in Seattle, I, hung it, I had about, a, about six or eight hours to just explore. So I walked all around Seattle, looked for all kinds of cool stuff I could find. But I wanted to find that theater. And I found it. So I walk in the front door. It's open. The door's open. And I walk in. There's a security guard standing there. And I walk up to the, the entrance to go into the actual auditorium part. And um, I, I can tell something's going on in there. And the guy's like, I can't let you in. And I said, well, so I was just kind of a nice guy. I said, here, here's, I want to go in here. Here's why I want to go see this. I know this is where the Evenflow video was filmed, all, all this stuff. And, he said, okay, I understand. Now, let me preface this by saying this guy was probably six foot eight, 300 pounds. Oh, yeah. He's a big fella. He said, well, man, I can't let you in because we're having a private event today. And I said, okay, all right. So I just kind of looked around the lobby a little bit and chatted with him some. And I said, well, pull that $20 bill. I said, uh, you think me and my friend can go down here and actually see where all this happened? Yeah. And uh, he said, uh, I tell you what, he said, uh, if you and your friend will come back tomorrow, um, I'll give you a tour of the whole place. And I said, well, nice. I'm not going to be here tomorrow. I said, don't you think me and my friend can come look at it today? And he said, uh, you and your friend ain't taking the tour today, buddy. <laughs> and I said, okay. So I got a little peek into the into where that all was filmed. Right. But I didn't actually get to go in. So if I ever go back to Seattle. You're going it. there. Absolutely. Okay. Excellent. All right. We're at number four. First, what you got for four? My number four is... That's right. Are we on the yeah, right one? Four. Yes. We're four. Don't lose track. You're the moderator. Yeah, My number I, four... Brian's not here. He keeps up oh, with the numbers. Yeah. Yeah. It's Jeremy, but it's yeah. the unplugged version. Oh, it's the a great version. version. Yeah. Which, to me, the 
all of the people that did the Unplugged, it really brought out how good of musicians they were. Mm-hmm. And it was, to me, any, there were so many people that did those Unplugged. And it just, their musicianship just shined in those. Yeah. Well, Pearl Jam not only has great front man, great guitarist, the damn drummer. At that time, Dave, I've never, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, Abruzzesi, 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 something mm-hmm. like that. Now they've got, um, they had Jack Irons, they've had Boone Gaspar, they've had um, Matt Cameron. Yeah, I'm thinking about Matt Cameron. Yes. Matt played not only with Pearl Jam, but I think he was Temple of the Dog. He's been around. And he played with uh, Soundgarden a little bit, too. Yeah. And so that was that whole thing right there. Amazing drummer. They've been constant, except for their drummer. Yeah. He's mixed around. That was their good one, though, was Cameron. All right, what's your number four? My number four is from the No Code 96 album called Present Tense. Okay. If you've never heard this song, it starts off very slow. It's acoustic to begin with. Um, it, it, it almost gives you like a feel like you're in a dark room by yourself. Um, but it's a very positive and encouraging style song. It goes back to my Monks the Waves. It, all the grunge music wasn't depressing and dark. Um, and, and it's about helping someone get past what they just can't get past. Um, he, he has a, a line in it that says, do you see the way that tree bends? Does it inspire? Leaning out to catch the sun's rays, a lesson to be applied. Are you getting something out of this all-encompassing trip? Um, and the song slowly builds. It only has two verses, and it has two choruses. Um, and as it builds up, it slowly gains momentum. And the last half of the song is nothing but them just rocking out. Mm-hmm. But the song is focused around living in the present tense and giving up what is in the past. And he says, basically, he says in the song, um, you know, you're the only one that can't forgive yourself. Man, what great advice. It's good advice again. Absolutely. Yeah, for all of us to live. All right, great choice. My number four has been mentioned, but I'm going to go straight Pearl Jam uh, right. uh, version, and it's just breathe. Breathe. Love the song. Breathe. Yeah. Yep. I uh, love the song. I love the version with Willie, mm-hmm. but uh, I like the Pearl Jam version. Acoustic. Yep. He plays it on ukulele, I believe. I'd love to I, hear that. He has a lot of songs he does just on ukulele, uh, and I think that's one of them. You might have to deep dive on that. Yeah, maybe so. Anyway, that's my number four. All right. All right. Percy, it's nitty-gritty time. We're down to number three. What you got? My number three is just a different version, and it's the unplugged version of Even Flow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Solid. I mean, I, the whole unplugged nah, concert. Ugh, man, I challenge anybody that's not a, a big Pearl Jam fan to listen to the unplugged album and watch their performance at Austin City Limits. Yeah, and it seems like Austin City Limits makes everybody bring their A game. It comes yeah. out in them when they yeah. come to Austin. City. Uh, unplugged too, but Austin City Limits. Uh, that's the one. If you get invited to do that, you, you've made it. Jerry Lee Lewis did a performance at Austin City Limits, and they asked him to come back, and he said no. He said, because I couldn't do any better than what I did. Yeah, that's solid. All right, so that was nitty-gritty number three for Percy. What you got, Mr. Colvin? Right, number number three. Three. I'm going back to the Backspacer album from uh, from 2009, and that, honestly, is probably one of my least favorite albums, but it has two songs I've picked tonight. It's a song called... Kind of hard to say. It's unthought known. 
Oh, wow. wow. Never heard wow. it. Never heard and it. And that is actually a psychoanalyst term for a theory that we act on thoughts that are subconscious. In other words, everything we do every day, we are being driven by our subconscious thoughts. So this song, the words are gauged around that theory. Um, musically, it's very upbeat, has a super positive feel. Um, and it's, one, again, one of those, they start off slow and they gradually build it up to the chorus. Uh, when the drums kick in full force, I mean, it's a fantastic song. If I hear it, every time I hear it, I'm like, this is one of my favorite songs. That's right. Uh, never got airtime. Never, this, this Pearl Jam in that era didn't get much airtime. Not um, even on satellite radio? Well, satellite radio, yes, but yeah. not just mainstream radio. Yeah, they didn't get, um, But yeah. the lyric from that song is, 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 it says, all the thoughts you never see you're always thinking. The brain is wide. The brain is deep. Are you sinking? Feel the path of every day. Which road you're taking? And that whole psychoanalyst term is about we make decisions based on things that we don't even realize we're thinking. Yeah, you're pre-programmed. So you, when you when you take that aspect of, of what's deep in the song and then use the, the music with it, um, it's, it's quite impressive. Pretty good. Yes. They were deep for sure. Trust me, if you like Pearl Jam, listen to Unthought Known. You will love this song. Okay. All so right. make sure. Listen to the podcast, like it, listen to the playlist. It's gonna be jamming. All right, my number three. Hey, it's it's uh it's one of my favorites, one of their bigger hits, but I think you said it was left off of ten. And uh I'm going with Yellow Leadbetter. Yellow Leadbetter, yes, yeah. it was actually in the teen up, era. Yeah, they they Amazing. put it on another album. Yes. So, can you can you read all the lyrics? I don't even know what the man's saying. He changes episode. it every single time. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, like, they're not consistent. I don't even know what he says yeah. in that, but I like the song. It's just a good groove. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. All right, we're getting down to it. Percy, what's your number two, bro? My number two is a song that's already been mentioned, but it's Daughter, but mm. it's the live version from Portugal on 523-2000. Dang, you deep dove. Yeah, he went on <laughs> the cliff on that. Yeah. And I listened good. to I a like bunch it. of the live versions, but this one was seemed like the crowd was totally into this okay. when they did this version of Daughter. I like it. Good did, choice. Did they segue into another song? They're, they're known with the song Daughter to segue into another song. During the, the middle end, of it? Or like right at the end and okay. then finish. They didn't on this one. Okay. There's a song called It's Okay they do a lot of times. Um, several different songs that you know they get like you know, 80% of the way down with the song and they play this long musical strand and then they'll they'll interject a few lines from another song and then they'll finish Daughter. But so many mm. great artists uh, you can take artists from any genre and know how to work a crowd and it seems like they were working the crowd. Eddie, yeah, they, 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 they knew. The now have you seen them in concert? Four times. Four times. It's been a while. Mm, I don't want to say how long. But it's I, been a while. Are they ever going to do it again? Uh, well, they are. They have 12 dates this fall. Uh, the closest is Noblesville, Indiana. There are 12 tickets available. If you think Pearl Jam is not followed, um, they are let me let me followed. let me change your thought on that. The cheapest ticket at Noblesville right now is 870 something dollars. Yeah. There's only 12 seats available. Yeah. Um, they're, they're doing a couple in Fort Worth. There's a couple in Minneapolis, Noblesville. It's. Um, it's a short concert. Apparently, they are supposed to be releasing a new album next year. Which means there'll, they'll be tour. a big concert yeah, next summer. Tour. We I'll might be able to catch them. In hey, I love going to live concerts, but I'm not paying $800 a ticket. And 
especially when I can sit at home with my AirPods in and watch it two days later. Yeah. I've got my own concession stand in my own restroom. I, yeah. I watch most of my concerts yeah. online. Yeah, we're at that so, stage right absolutely. now. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, that was your... I'm at number two. All right. All right you're at uh, number two. I've, I've had some positive songs. This one's not necessarily negative, uh, but it's very aggressive. It's from the Versus album, 1994. It's called Rearview Mirror. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if you've listened to this one. Uh, but it is energy from start to finish. If you work out, put it on your playlist. If you run, put it on your playlist. This song will give you energy. That's the boost. Um, it's about somebody who's been oppressed. Uh, fill in your blank. Whatever it is to you. Whatever whatever someone has oppressed you for, fill in your blank. Uh, he doesn't get specific on it, but you know he uses the terms. He says, I seem to look away. The wounds in the mirror waved. It wasn't my surface that was most defiled. Um, and then towards the end, he says, Once and for all, I'm far away. I hardly believe finally the shades are raised. Once you were in my rearview mirror. It's so great. it's about pushing away. And I have a little story with that. Um, I did a rotation on my in, in uh, school in Mobile. I had to stay there six months. I like Mobile. I like Mobile. I love downtown Mobile. Yeah, but the last half of my rotation was um, not pleasant. I mm -hmm. had one of those professor that uh, pretty much wanted to tell me what I didn't know more than to teach me what I didn't know. So it, was, uh, it wasn't a lot of fun. I passed. Hey, I made it out. But I will never forget how happy I was for that to finally end. My car was packed. I was getting ready to head back to Auburn. Jumped in my car at the local radio station. This song was on when I got in there. That's freaky. And I probably rolled the windows down and sang at the top of my lungs for the next four minutes. Yes, yeah, that's freaky. Um, that's awesome. So, Rearview Mirror, it's about getting beyond and making it past something that holds you back. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, very good. Very good lyrics um, and all their songs, and they were deep. Very thoughtful, very thought out. Love it. All right, my number two, is that where we're at? I'm going with one of my favorites that they do, and it's Alive. I mean, that's... Part of that you can't see trilogy. That's right. Part yep. one. That's right. Part one. So we've talked about that a little bit. So we can roll here. Man, we're already at number one. Numero uno. Percy, what is your number one Pearl Jam song? My number one has already been mentioned, but it's a different version. It's Better Man, but it was a bonus track on the album, and it's the one with the guitar. And organ only. Yeah. Mm. And it's just so mellow on that, that version of that when you hear that guitar and the organ. And that's that's my favorite version of that song. Good choice. Good list. I'm proud of you. That fantastic list. Yeah. I mean, when when you hear that version and it's nothing but that organ and you hear waiting, watching the clock, it's four o'clock, it's got to stop. If that doesn't invoke a little bit of emotion, then you yeah. check yourself. Yeah. You, because you, you get that, that vivid picture of what that person is doing. Great choice. Great list, person. Good stuff. Uh, Matt, I can't, I mean, this has been tough okay. for you. So this number one song, like, last night when I finished this, I thought, I, I can't believe I put this. Because the least popular Pearl Jam album, the only one, okay, so there's only been two Pearl Jam albums. It did not reach number one in one of the major countries, top 12 countries. Right. And one of those was 10. It never got above two. 
That's crazy. The other one was the self-titled album, Pearl Jam, also known as the Avocado Album. Mm -hmm. If you see the album, it's got a half-cut avocado yep. in front. It never got higher than two. Every All the other albums reached at least number one on one of the charts. But they, they know, were big in Portugal, were they not? Yeah, U.S., you know, Europe, U.K., Australia, it, they made one of those. But this was from 2006. It's a song called Inside Job. Okay. Um, it's a seven-minute song, and it may be one of the most inspirational Pearl Jam songs. And it's about a person who's got damaged goods. And, and honestly, if you've lived more than 12 minutes, you're probably having damaged you goods. You have in your some life. damaged goods. Yeah, I mean, it's all of us. And he recognizes it and, and all the bad things he once did, but he's determined to improve on it. Starts off very mellow. For like three and a half minutes, it's very slow and mellow. For the last three and a half minutes, it's it's pretty jammy, and it, they you really get after it. Um, the instruments start coming in. I think it's like the two thirty mark. They add the drums. Um, I made some notes here, but it, it it's very interesting to to listen to the song as it progresses. Um, but the lyrics that stand out in it are: "Underneath the smile lies everything, all my hopes and anger, my pride and shame." And then he goes on to say, "I will not lose my faith." It's an inside job today, holding on to the light of night on my knees to rise and fix my broken soul again. And then mm. he continues to repeat at the end, let me run into the rain to be a human light again. Let me run wow. into the rain to be a human light again. And it, this song, every time I hear it, um, I would, I would, if you'd asked me any day other than yesterday, what's my top song, I probably would never pick this. Right. Um, but this song reminds me that despite all the garbage life throws at us, and it happens, um, we must keep on keeping on for the good. That's right. And it's very uplifting, and, and it's one of those songs when you finish it, you want to start it over. You want, you want to go through that experience. You want experience to go back and experience it once. So if you're listening to this, if you don't listen to Inside Job, um, you're sorry. You should. It's good. You'll enjoy well, it. Well, I tell you what. I cannot wait until uh, this playlist gets put together. Percy does a great job on that. Mm. And uh, everyone's going to get a Pearl Jam lesson with this playlist. So, you know, we're glad you're listening to the podcast, but follow up and listen to our playlist. It's going to be really great. So with that being said, it's down to my number one. And, Bacon. Uh, it's my favorite song they do, and it's Black. Uh, oh, oh, cheer bumps. Yeah, it's to me, it's the best song they do. I well, love you it. You gotta give us some lyrics, man. Come on. No, yeah, <laughs> just coming yeah. along. I'll leave you for the story. Uh -huh. yeah. Anyway, it's it, it gets you right from the get go. It does. It's about a lost love. It is. And, and, it's it's a, it's about a breakup, basically. Yes. And uh, anyway, a lot of people don't realize that when they're listening to it, because a lot of times you can't understand what the hell Eddie's saying. But if you ever dig and you read the lyrics long while you're listening to yes. the song, you're like, man, this is deep. If you want to value some of Pearl Jam's music and, and Eddie Vedder's voice, there are a lot of places on YouTube you can go where there's music coaches. And what they do is they review music that they've never heard. And they'll review Pearl Jam. They've never heard. And I watched, I actually watched one of these last night where a, a music coach listened to Black for the first time. She was in tears. Oh, wow. By the end of it, she was describing what the vocals did, what the lyrics did, how it was so, you know, put together so well. Um, so that's something for listeners. 
deep dive music coaches listening to new music. Um, they do great. it with a lot of artists, but they do it with program for sure. That's great. My grandmother was a music teacher, and I oh, used wow. to make her listen to Rush. And she would sit there in her seventies oh, or sixties and seventies and listen. Oh, this is pre Tom Sawyer oh, stuff. Even. And listen to it. She's like, Oh, that was very good. Mike. That was very interesting. <laughs> well they can so acknowledge it. When they, they know can. music, they when go. When they okay. know music, they they can yeah. spot it. Yes. So anyway, black to me, their best number one. Yes, so normally good. we do some playlist builders. Matt, I think you have an enormous playlist building. I've got about fifty songs. Yep. And if so, I didn't preface, I did not pick the popular ones. I may have said that earlier. Uh, I tried to go deep for the guys that are listening. Dive into some of this deeper stuff. They've yeah. got stuff as good as that early stuff. Yeah. It's and, out there. And unless we've got something that just needs to be mentioned for the playlist, person, you got anything that you want to throw out there? Oh, Matt, that, you got 50, so we're probably just going to take your list and put it on the playlist. I want to add a couple. Unless you got a story about something. Uh, plenty of stories. Some of the covers they did, they did a really good job with The Kids Are All Right. Yes. Yeah. Who, I want to add Oceans Unplugged. Mm. And I wanna, they did a cover from a song that was recorded in 1961, and it's called Last Kiss. That is overplayed. Sorry. And, <laughs> but the, the original song was a great yes. version, and it was not really made popular until they re-recorded it in 64. Yeah. But that's a, a song. It's a story song. But yes, it's a great story song, and it's kind of for somebody that's not a Pearl Jam fan. It's a gateway. It could be. I, I see that. I yeah. see that too. And then I, I want they did a, a cover of Mother mm-hmm. by Danzig. No, no, or by John Lennon. By Pink, Floyd. Pink Floyd. Oh, by Pink Floyd. Yeah. And also, holy smokes! They do, several, never they heard do that. several Pink Floyd covers. Also, I want to add "Do the Evolution." Okay. That is my workout running song. I'm, it's interesting you said that because I actually sent that to my cousin. That Ring I, that bell over there, Percy. Hang on. That's good. My cousin, Jeff Doyle in Virginia, right now, I told him that might fall on one of my lists, and he said, I couldn't see you seeing that one. I was like, dude, when I run, do the evolution is energy. That That's is great. an energy song. All right. Well, Matt, give us, give us one of your stories with the playlist builder and then we're going to take your list and we're going to put all this stuff oh my goodness let me look at my playlist here just some random song uh let's see here uh one of the first great this just jumped out this song was actually in my top two and i dropped it today state of love and trust Never heard of Never it. Never heard it. Stay Percy knows track. it. It is on the Singles soundtrack. You remember Singles? It's yes. a movie from 1991. Yes. It is Seattle grunge. If that's the whole movie, getting out, getting out of hair band mm-hmm. into we don't know what we're going into next. Pro Jam actually had a an acting part in it, but uh, they had two songs on that album. It's a fantastic album. It's got Alice in Chains, uh, Screaming Trees, Mud Honey, lots of different Seattle bands are on it. State of Love and Trust, um, high energy song, and another song called Breath. Fantastic. Um, Excellent. So, if you haven't listened to the single soundtrack and you want to get into this style of music, find that's it, the one. Okay, to I'm going to listen to it this week, and I have heard it. So, I've got just one for the playlist. All right. Matt, we're going to take your list with us, and we'll and Percy will put that on the playlist. This Perfect. this will be a good one. So, mine, I want to make sure that's on there. Spin the black circle. Uh huh. Yep. Love the song. There's so, actually a cover band that's called that now that plays uh, program music. Doesn't surprise me yep. at all. So, guys, good podcast. Good stuff, Matt. 
Uh, we'd love to have you back to do something. Thank you else so much for having me. It's been a blast. This I'm, was fun. Congra congratulations on the Sirius Pearl Jam Radio being a, a guest DJ. Yeah. That that's outstanding, and uh, we appreciate you being here. Percy, good job digging into this, and all I gotta say is bye bye.